Great Chicago Fire, the richest man in Chicago who lost the most when the city burned to the ground was found by his family working in a fire crew early in the morning. His family, fearing the worst that he had been lost when they found him, were so relieved and his daughter looked at him and said, Dad, why are you smiling? You look like you are enjoying this. He smiled back and said, I am, sweetheart. Think about it. We will probably never see a fire like this again in our lifetime. What an experience. But Dad, she said, we have lost everything. He said, we have lost nothing that we can't replace again like we built it in the first time. What a great opportunity to build everything brand new all over again. What an exciting time this will be for us. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. Please tell your friends and relatives to go to their favorite podcast provider and junglejimhunter.com or to YouTube, and they can subscribe, download, like, and rate the podcast and become an 831-er and help others live their best life. The father said, we have only lost when we have not made something better of the opportunity we are faced with all the time. And when we have lost each other, well, that's when we've really lost something. We are all alive. We are all here. And we will rebuild the city of Chicago. And we will rebuild what we had and become more than we were in the past. Through this difficult time we are faced with, I am sure many of us have lost someone we love and wish they were still with us. However, this father gives a clear picture of what it means to have an ascending attitude about what happens to us. We all have the third greatest asset that every human being is born with, and that is the power of choice. Our obstacles that we have talked about in this whole week about attitude ascending and descending is always an opportunity to grow. So we may have habitually chosen to accept what challenges us and then think we can't do anything about it if we've given up the power of choice. If you are someone that is naturally a Pollyanna and no matter what glass of water you are carrying, it is always full of promise, then be patient with us that, well, we look at a glass of water and it's somewhere between 99% full down to empty with a hole in the bottom. Most, as in 98.2% of the people I have worked with, have given up the power to choose and have been convinced they have the power to do absolutely nothing about where they're going and where they want to go. We know that every human being is born with only two fears. Everything else we are afraid of or can't do, we have been trained and learned that we can't do something or that we should fear them. What are the two fears? Do you know? Say them to yourself right now if you do know. Remember, 831ers are first responders. We see a need and we take action to rescue or help because that is the kind of person we are. So if your first response is fear-driven, then you were probably fooled as a child and now it has become a habit and your first response is to name it and blame it or excuse it and abuse it, your power of choice. The two fears... The fear of falling and the fear of a loud noise. When a baby is born, you wouldn't think of making a loud noise and you carefully hold and carry them so they won't fall. However, were you educated and fooled into believing that both of these fears are false? I think so. Research shows that 100% of you were, in your mind, twisted and therefore, by association, may be twisted about how your power of choice has disappeared. Did your dad throw you up in the air and then, when he caught you, he laughed, 
He smiled as if the fear that you just had in your face, the terror that you felt was just funny. Did he do it again and again as if someone was on a ride at Disneyland? Did your mom sneak into your room and hold a blanket over your head and pull it away and with a slight volume increase say, boo, and then smile and laugh and then do it again and again? Then did you on your own start jumping off chairs, beds, tables until you, well, you hurt yourself? Did you put the blanket over your head and indicate that you wanted your mother or your father to play peekaboo with you? And as you got older, it had to be a bigger and bigger sound and a noise to get the same thrill? Did it come to a place where literally they were yelling at you, boo, to scare you? Think about it. Every emotional response you have came this way. The authority figures in your life were first responders and you developed a false response. Why be afraid of falling, Dad? You threw me in the air 12 feet and you laughed. Mom, you scared me to death in peekaboo, but it was fun. Or you tried something and you heard you can't do that. Or that's impossible. Or your parents said only gifted or rich or smart kids do that. If their first response in an emotional situation was a descending attitude, what are the chances you adopted it? What are the chances that you believe it now? You want to get your plane off the ground, and the first thing you learn is that if you jump out of the plane, it's not the fall that kills you. It's the sudden stop because you can't fly. Now you believe it. Are you grounded from chasing your dreams because of something you were told and learned a long time ago and now your first response is to say, I can't? Or could it be that there is a way to pull yourself out of the deep descending dive and turn it into an ascending climb to where the air is thin, clear, and cool? I want to tell you how, but you will have to come back and listen tomorrow. Tomorrow's podcast will learn how to climb how to have an ascending attitude. Dad taught me to be a first responder by picking rocks in a seeded field, and you can learn how to live your best life if you just pick the rocks and choose to put them where they belong, on the rock pile. My quote for the day, every rock you pick makes room for more seeds to grow and be more than they are. Thank you for listening. And I hope you will have grown and you will be living and those that you care about will be living their best life by the time we meet next. 